sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers without borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. America. We go right off the hop, buddy, because it's late. We're going to yeah. get this fucker out. <laughs> Did you watch the game? I watched half of the game. I heard the first half, drove home at halftime, watched the second half of the game. And the only thing I can tell you, man, is this is the team we were expecting to see all season. It's still a little bit sloppy with, like, you know, the Ford and the Jair penalties, man. Like, like those types of things are not a championship-caliber team still, right? That mentality side of it. But in general, 39 touches between Patrick Taylor, A.J. Dillon, and Aaron Jones. And we win the game, man. Like, Matt LaFleur has lost two games in his entire fucking career, two games, when the running backs have received – 35 plus touches. Why the fuck does he not? And I know we say it all the time, but it's not even fucking analytics, dude. It's like, I don't know fucking football. If I'm running the ball and we're winning a goddamn game. And after fucking three years of three and three quarter years of coaching a fucking team, you were 39 and fucking four going into this season or whatever the fuck you were. And now you fucking are 39 and 11. I, I don't, well, doesn't matter doesn't matter it's just it's fucking right there why the fuck don't you do it all the goddamn fucking time fuck joe barry you should have the fucking offense to fucking just win despite that goddamn piece of shit fucking defense it's underperforming what the fuck man that's where i am oh oh okay um i noticed that uh, the first half we were in shotgun uh, a lot of rpo um, that doesn't seem to look like the uh, Lafleur's offense. I know that we moved the ball a little bit. Uh, Dobbs installed uh, fantastic. In, the, in the red yeah. zone again. Yeah, and there's no momentum, and the defense is tired when they do the RPO stuff. When they came out in the second half and they started cooking with Dylan between the twenties. I mean, Jesus, man, look at Dylan's first touchdown. He ran it in from what was it about the twelve. He got caught at the four and they and dragged in everybody on the way and they couldn't stop him. And then his second touchdown, they were really loading the box and he was still punching through. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah. Use your guys. What's interesting to me, and tell me if my eyeballs deceive me. Okay. And my and my ears as well. Cause I was hearing formations in the first half and how they were using Dylan and how they were using Jones. Of course, they're saying that Aaron Jones is being inefficient on the fucking radio broadcast. I was like, you're fucking dumb. You feed him, he'll end up with 5.9 or 5.6 for carry. Yeah. That's what, that's what the run game does. When people say, oh, the run game's not working early, it's like, shut the fuck up. That's not the way the run game works. But I found that they use Dylan in a way where they give him time to try to find a hole, which 
which is what you should be doing with Jones and what you should be doing with Dylan is what they're doing with Jones and feed him the fucking ball and don't tell him, don't give him a choice. Just tell him this is the hole you're going to fucking run to and do it. Yeah. They're using the running backs in the wrong explain that to am i wrong like i just it well, finally no no you know it, it it in the second half they started cooking with dylan where they were just like handed off from under center or a pitch from under center which gives dylan the opportunity to get two three steps before he gets the ball which is, is reading the whole hole, point right is reading which is hole. my whole point right he's running already at one hole he is not a cut in the okay. hole guy aaron jones is a cut in the hole guy right but at the same time, Aaron Jones can make a crease because he's so small and so fast that he goes running right through that first line. I like how they were stretching the field back and forth using Aaron Jones. You know, that was something that Brent had alluded to and something you had alluded to and something that I had alluded to. But I was talking about more about from the 20 in. Uh, I thought Dylan would be uh, more effective between the 20s. And when they came out in the second half, I mean, they the offense dominated the second half all because they just kept feeding the rock to the running backs, and that was it. And they let the O-line eat. And the O-line had the best performance just from start oh, to no. finish. No, no, Nyman, oh. Nyman was a revolving door. He but was a ticket taker. Well, also, so part of the problem. Rodgers was sacked like oh. five times. Yeah, but here's what I saw. Go watch the tape, Matthew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> here, I watched it today again, but go on. Here's what I saw is yeah. I saw Aaron Rodgers backing up instead of stepping into the pocket. And a lot of times on two of those sacks, there was a point where if he moved up into the pocket and trusted his offensive line as opposed to, because guys are getting pushed, right? So what do you do? You come up into the pocket. Two of those sacks were on Rodgers because he kept backing up, trying to make a play as opposed to just stepping up into the pocket and making the throw. So, you know, the him. first the first half we were winning in spite of Rodgers. The second half, it was like Rodgers was like, we got to get cooking. Right. And he started right. hitting a lot of those shots that we haven't seen him for weeks hit. Right. He hit oh, one to Watson where he fired it, fired it right into Watson while Watson geared down to kind of catch it. Fired it right in there. That thing was that a rocket. A beautiful play. Oh, yeah. Just the play, oh, yeah. the, the the play action, all of that play. There was it was like Justin Jefferson against us in the first week, dude, with that play. And you know Christian Watson being held by <laughs> Ramsey in the end zone. That was, that was a, <laughs> it's strong. It's strong. It's grapes on grapes on skates. But uh, um, holding Christian Watson in the end zone. Fucking Ramsey is not looking the same. But then we switch gears and we get into the defense. And the defense was just passive the entire first half. Everybody says, wow, they were doing this. Man, how many third and longs did they convert? I think it was all of them. There was no fire. There was no no. no fire to shut, just fuck, just dominate. But the play play action was just, the the play calling was just terrible. We used two guys on the line. So now we're a two, two defense we're not a two uh, a three four we're, we're a two five two, yeah we're a two fucking five dbs and we're we a wonder, two nine defense right yeah right just <laughs> terrible poor kenny clark is out there at least kenny clark made a handful of plays and he was able to get it cooking a little bit and they used because to because enig bar actually was the one that was opening yeah. up for kenny clark because but the whole enig bar the whole first half, we didn't see any blitzes. We didn't see any attack. We didn't see any man coverage whatsoever. The third and 17, there was, it was just a debacle. I mean, we're at the, the second and six and we're 14 deep. Then in the third, we started to see uh, uh, Quay Walker getting his number called over and over and over again. And I'm telling you, that's the ticket with that guy. He is a, I can cover a tight end or I can blitz. Yeah, he's I, can't real. Do, I can't do he's anything real. else. Right. He just needs another year, like year three, he's going to be the breakout. And of course he's not going to get the credit he's supposed to get just like Christian Watson is going to be a number one and nobody's going to give them the credit that they deserve. Oh, I think Dobbs is your number one. And that Watson is your number two, simply because Dobbs can get open no matter who's in front of him. But Watson is Watson is a Ferrari. Watson is a Ferrari. You give him another level of talent. You give him another year or two, Watson, to work on some type of moves because he doesn't really have any moves. He just has gas. 
Right? He's like, see ya. And nobody can keep up with the guy. You know, whereas Dobbs is like, watch this. I'm going to shimmy shake just a little head fake. I'm going to look left. I'm going to pretend like I go upfield, completely stop dead, turn around, catch the ball, and run two yards that way. Right? Like Dobbs is a little bit more polished that way. So you hope that Watson picks up on that. But that defense, and then we started seeing eight guys on the line and three guys deep, and they were like 12 yards deep. What the fuck is that fucking what? Listen, listen, if you want to fucking sell out, if that's what you're trying to say is, is that you're going to sell out, put Amos in the middle, in the middle. Okay. Then move up those two other safeties, corners. I don't know. They're all DBs because you got to have 11 of them out there. So it says Joe Barry, move those other two guys more into a triangle. Okay, put them back where we're closer to about where uh, Walker and Campbell would line up or, or, you know, a couple of yards off of one of the uh, DNs or something. Move them a little bit closer in there and then you get a triangle effect so that, you know, they have to throw it over a couple of your guys. Yeah, at least you him something to, like a fence basically like yeah you, you got it yeah you got to make him make a great throw don't leave it wide open and what was happening was is the way they were lining up it was like you're giving up everything between seven and 12 yards they need to go nine like yeah. what do you think they're gonna do and they got cooking a little bit and then baker mayfield did what baker mayfield does he gives you the ball a couple of times it should and- have been three it should have been three interceptions probably one pick six you know, oh, Quay like, Walkers would have been yeah, a, a pick yeah, six. Yep, yep. If he had any hands whatsoever, yep, that was yep. a pick six. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. So here's my question for you with, with this defense and with this offense. Cause look, we've got a chance of making the playoffs. I'm not going to talk about it until we actually get to that point. We're at 13%. If we went out, we got to beat the Vikings. Yeah. We just need to win out. That's it. We just need to win out. That's fine. And the Vikings just had the greatest comeback. And here's, here's the other side of it. It was Matt Ryan who 28 to three lost in the Super Bowl, and now three 33, nothing. It has nothing to do with him. It has a hundred percent to do with his defense, but the dude has been know. on the two greatest comebacks of all time. You know what I heard today? You know what I heard today? Okay. Let's say the Packers, <clears throat> let's say the Packers win out. Yeah. In the first round, we'd have to go to san francisco oh 100 can you 100%. believe that that would be fantastic this is this is, this is like Mama. steve young this is like steve young brett Favre, that whole era where it was like fuck it's the niners again like can we play anybody else in the first round you know just remember just remember that aaron Rodgers is dating a witch and yeah. everything is precisely on schedule any which way you can <laughs> yeah, Here's my question for you, man, because we won't talk about playoffs and yeah, we'll talk about the teams and everything. Playoffs, playoffs with the long, per- I'm looking at the long term of this team because I want to see how they're going to rebuild, right? Because this is a cluster. Yeah. I don't care if we make the playoffs, we're not going to win a fucking Super Bowl. If we do, holy fuck, but it's still, it's not going to be replicated next year if we win a Super Bowl, period. Yeah, but this is not sustainable. I don't care what we do. It's like the Rams, right? Like the Rams just went all in. They have I'll no take a Super Bowl, though. I'll take a Super yeah. Bowl. Um, you would take a Super Bowl and become the Rams and not have a number one pick for the next three years and just buddy, tra- buddy, buddy. We don't have we we have number one picks for next for for the next few years. I would take a Super Bowl win right here, and you know why? I'll tell you why. Rogers would retire. Okay, and then we see Jordan Love. Okay, you convinced me, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Super Bowl. I would not take a Super Bowl over three years of fucking suffering and trash. I wouldn't. I much rather not win a Super Bowl in the entire fucking season, man. That's where I am. And when we win a Super Bowl. Four times, if we okay, if the Packers win four Super Bowls in your in your lifetime, yep, consider that a win. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so every twenty years, let's let them win a fucking Super Bowl, and all those years in between, except for one here That's and there. Ridiculous talk. I'll take twenty straight. I'll take twenty oh, straight. Whatever. <laughs> because I know how hard it is and how rare it is. I will totally take one right now because it was like thirty years before we won another one for the longest time, right? I mean, we didn't win shit in the fucking late sixties, seventies, eighties. Right? Okay, like, so that's my point. So my point is, instead of living another era of thirty years of seventies, eighties, and fucking basically the beginning of the nineties, would you not rather take what we've seen from ninety-two? It's been twelve seasons, man. I think we're due. I'd like one now. I agree, but you've also enjoyed the other 11 seasons other than maybe two or three. Oh, I enjoy, I enjoy, I I enjoy almost every season. 
Even there's when a couple they're of, every single fucking game. There's a couple of seasons where I'm like, Ugh, that was rough. That one was rough to watch, right? But wouldn't you rather have a season like last year where you've got the hope and you've got everything and yeah, we're right there and yeah, and it sucks that we didn't fucking nope. win. Nope. Nope. I wanna I wanna play on the house's money. If we make the playoffs, first off, if we make the playoffs, everybody's gotta look the fuck out. You know why? Because oh, Aaron, Aaron fucking Rogers is in the playoffs and he made it with his band of fucking Gilligan's Islands rejects, right? Like a whole bunch of these fucking second, third, fourth, Are fifth rounders. Now? So right? here's a question for you. Are you accepting that now? Because I'm getting to the point now with that swipe call to Christian Watson, because he, he fucking Christian break that fucking record, run the right fucking route. But those little details are things that we don't see. And this is what Aaron Rodgers always fucking does to us. And this man. is what he, this is what he would have worked on. If he came to OTAs in spring camp, Exactly. they would have had this thing down by now. See how they're getting better. Now, maybe, maybe we're just starting to peak. I mean, you imagine Romeo Dobbs, seriously, just, just regardless of what the season is, I want you yeah. to think of Romeo Dobbs game one next year, how polished, ready to go. He will be, he will be a savvy vet. He'll have a year under his belt. He'll be healthy. He'll be thinner. He'll be faster. He'll be stronger. He will start tearing the league a new asshole. And then you turn over to Christian Watson, who right now looks like, My a, favorite. A, who looks like a, a GI Joe action figure, the little small ones from Mattel with uh, bandages on every single joint ligament. You wait till next year. That's how He's I gonna... played rugby, buddy. That's how but, I played rugby. I was four, but, three, six, uh, tiny, always beat up. But, but I could run fast. But and tap. doesn't he look like he's wearing? But doesn't he 100%. look like he's wearing somebody else's pads? Yep. You're <laughs> you know what I mean? Like next year, he's gonna have okay. He's gonna have people who go. You should be wearing these pads, and he's gonna go. You know what? I need to put on ten pounds, but I need to. I need to lose fifteen. You know what I mean? I need ten pounds of lean muscle, and they get that baby fat kind of out of them, and they start becoming that lean machine, like Christian Watson next year is going to be a Ferrari with XM radio and the racing tires. You know what, you know, what's really good about um, like, I, I'm trying to take wins here for us because it's been fucking terrible with dude, your call. Okay. So we've made a couple of pretty good calls and I was, I went back and listened to our draft preparation episode. <clears throat> I was trying to see, okay, what are we going to do this year? What have they done? What it, cause they haven't done like, remember we're talking about goot and I'm trying to, cause I don't have, time other than just to listen right while i'm working yeah. so i'm listening to our pod to go back and one of the things so you were on chris olave who's yep. gonna be a manimal like he just yeah. doesn't if he had a quarterback yeah if he had a quarterback. like he's he's great yeah and we knew we weren't gonna get garrett wilson and we knew we weren't gonna get you know like okay yeah but in the range where i was talking about number two wide receivers Dude, I started list like I was like because I remember I was like I always liked Christian Watson, but that was my shot. That was the person that yeah, I called yeah. that I thought we were gonna have, and I was a little bit worried because again he was not polished. He was just like you watch the tape and you're like holy fuck with this guy, right? And Olave was more of that like you ready to go. Like, just it's right there. He's if he had a quarterback, if he had a quarterback, he'd be up there. He'd be up there. If he had yeah, a quarterback, he'd be up Rogers. there. Had had the Packers traded up and gotten rid of their 22 and their 29 to move up to take that fucking pick at 13. But we wouldn't have gotten Quay, and Quay is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, you get ready. Because you know what I'm going to see in my lifetime? Number seven, Quay Walker and the Ring of Fame. Wow. Okay. I I see flashes. Oh, hang on. Hang on, this guy in college, they would put him in a deep, dark hole in defensive coverages, and he would always come out on top. He's he's now starting to get more confident. You wait. They're calling Which his number. Rashawn Gary's missing, right? Rashawn Gary yeah. was always a pass rusher, just super athletic, but can't cover. And then yeah. and we took him at 12. What yeah. okay, so why would you Let's go back to this then because we're sure. But, but, but you were talking about the draft and you were about to say yeah. about how great I was with one of my predictions. Go ahead. No, you were about to. You were about I to did. go ahead. I did. I'll wait for but it. Chris Olave, but I think moving into the season, once the draft was done and we started looking at this, and we I, I believe we have a bet, but my bet's shit because it's Sammy Watkins and he didn't even <laughs> so I owe you that one. But um you I think I even made a bet that Sammy would only play <laughs> six games. And yeah, I think he... I came in dang near close, didn't I? I think he played eight. 
I, dude, I lost all of my Sammy Watkins bets. I'm all good. Sammy Watkins, yeah. that's okay. He yeah. believed that we are all a race of lizards, so that's why. But if I remember so, correctly, I think I said Watson was going to be killer at the end of the year, but Dobbs would be the more consistent out of the gate guy. Oh no, that yeah, well that that was we kind of both agreed on that because Dobbs came out and was a lot more polished, right? Um, and, and Watson was just raw fucking talent. That's all he's, he is. He's raw. a wild cheetah and they That's were it. just holding him by the leash. That's yeah. it. But for this year, regardless of what happens, okay. When was the last time we draft a, an offensive player in the first round? And the silence is good. I really want you to think about this. You're going to have one pick. Oh, well, Jordan Love. Okay. It was easy. I wanted you to think about it. But I think the guy before, if yeah, it wasn't think, an old lineman, was it Greg based Jennings? On our com- based on our conversation, I know everybody's yelling it was fucking Jordan Love. Yes, that's not what we're fucking talking about. Like, that's 86 that. We're talking about a legit weapon, something that's Was it Greg Jennings? Because then you then you go back and you talk about Aaron. Yes, we drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round. No shit, Sherlock. But the yeah. biggest conversation that we have, right? The is, wide receiver. I think it was, was it Jennings? Let's see. And that would have been two years before Rogers, I think. Oh, are you sure? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. That's why I said it. I don't either. I'm looking it up because I just thought of that question and I'm fucking super high and I'm going to looking it up right now. Greg Jennings is not is it? And then I got high and then I got high and then I got high. American football wide receiver. Two decades ago. Oh no, that's no, 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 no. That that's a wide receiver. Was two decades ago. So who was the last wide receiver? That was him. It was Javon Walker. Was the last wide. Oh receiver. yeah, no, Jennings was wow. second round. Yeah, yeah, Javon Walker. You remember Javon Walker? I do. I do. Too too bad Javon Walker could not get the injury bug off of him. You know, you mean like you score- somebody with his <laughs> who like Bakhtiari. Just yeah, no, but what's oh, wow shot below the shot below the box. Well, did you uh, hear that? Uh, there's a problem too that with the cold weather, he now gets fluid in his knee and he can't play. Hello, you're in Green Bay, all right? Like, this go. is why these are why our old linemen go down to the Chargers, accurate because it's 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 humid and dry, or you know what I mean? It's hot, it's humid and dry. <laughs> You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. Dude. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, I'm just going to go I'm through ready. the last picks. With it. Picks, I think we're all ready. Picks. Let's see okay. how far we go. So okay. Devonta Wyatt, Quay Walker, mm-hmm. Eric Stokes, Jordan Love. We're not counting yeah. Eric. We're not counting Jordan Love. No. Arnold no. Savage, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander. Yeah. So of those, let, let and then no pick in 2017, and then Kenny Clark in 2016. Yeah. And then Demarius Randall. Yeah. Oh. And then Haha, who I liked. I liked Haha. You know what happened with to Haha was is he played for a contract, got the contract, and stopped tackling. Yep. And then he went to the Bears. Yeah. So he can fuck off. Dayton Jones, Nick Perry, Derek Sherrod, Brian Bulaga, Clay yeah. Matthews, BJ yeah. Rod. Yeah, that was a great year. We got we got the two guys on the board that I was hoping we would get, and I can't believe we got both of them that year with Clay Matthews and BJ Raj. I couldn't believe it. Okay, we're already in 2007. Justin Harrell, yeah. defense tackle. AJ yeah. Hawk. Defense. It's all defense. Aaron Rodgers, 2005. Yep. Then Ahmad Carroll. Yep. Nick defense. Barnett. Defense. 20 years ago was Javon Walker, buddy. Javon Walker. What did he play? Three years? Four years? I, I don't even. Yeah, he didn't finish out his rookie he was, contract. Man. He, didn't he was so good at times. You were like, oh, remember that uh, the night that uh, Brett Favre's dad passed? Javon yep. Walker caught uh, a handful of catches. Yeah, uh, he had two touchdowns, he, and he had a shit ton of return yards. That like he did oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, and then I, I think 
and don't hold me to this, but I think like he tore his ACL and then he tore his other ACL and then he tore his MCL. Like it was just one after another, after another with this guy. Like Yvonne Walker was the last one, dude, 2002. It's been 20 years since we have selected an offensive player in the first round. That was not Jordan love Aaron Rodgers, or an offensive lineman. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. Before that, you know who it was? Love this dude. 2000, Bubba Franks. Oh, Bubba Franks was awesome. I loved Bubba Franks. And that's Bubba Franks. Bubba <laughs> Lunchbox. Franks, dude. Oh, Lunchbox. Go, you got to get Bubba Franks on the fucking pod, man. Right? Bubba yes. Franks is awesome. Hey, everybody, start fucking tagging Bubba Franks and tell him that we need to interview and we need to play a game called Hot Dog. It's sausage or male sex toy. Little <laughs> 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 Well, types of gum or types of sausage? Types yeah. of gum or is it Hubba Bubba or is it uh, Beans and Franks? Exactly. <laughs> this is how we come up with games people, just, you know, for Saturdays. Just like all right. That. Bubba, all right. We got to get Bubba Frank. You know what? Let me let me call a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that might be able to get in contact with Bubba Frank. And he knows a guy? What am I? Here to amuse you? Dude, that sounds good. Bubba Franks. Holy fuck. There is no. Oh, my God. This is terrible. You want to hear this? You want to hear? Okay. So 2000 Bubba Franks, you have to go all the way. Oh, it's so fucking terrible. Holy shit, dude. It was 1990, the last time we took another offensive player. Yeah, we just don't. It was Daryl Thompson running back out, out of Minnesota. That was so Daryl Thompson, Bubba Franks. He was he was, he was huge. Walker. You remember Daryl Thompson? You remember him? Of course, I remember him. He was no, a fucking, yeah. yeah, he was no, a bowling yeah. ball. He was a gigantic no, bowling ball. No, no one remembers Daryl Thompson. I do. <laughs> I remember what he looked like. Yeah, I remember him. I remember what he looked like. I also remember that that was like the absolute. Oh, I don't even like like the other day. I forgot the other day. This is how old I'm getting. The other day, I forgot about Sam Congato. Remember him? Congato was good. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, just played a little bit, and well, he just he just played a little bit, and then continued to be a doctor. Like he was like, I I did this for a couple million bucks, and I'll see you guys later. Right? There was a bit of a trend uh, for a couple of years there, where guys were. I guess it still kind of happens, but guys were only playing two, three years, and then they they go well. The team I'm on, right? They finish the rookie contract. They go, the team I'm on uh, isn't going to ever win a Super Bowl. I, uh, you know, I'm always going to be a second stringer. I got myself a handful of millions of bucks and a great education. I think I'm going to keep my health. Can't blame them. Can't blame them. I get it. Hey, Underlack was a smart motherfucker. He was fucking weird, but he was smart. And what he did is he got his first contract. And he had what 160 million dollars in the bank, and he said, "Fuck this." <laughs> That's yeah. what he did. <laughs> That's what I would do. Honestly, I would not play 20 years and go for the Hall of Fame. I'd be like, "Pay me," but then like I would play my career out. I would play my contract out. But when that contract was over, I'd be like, "Adios, motherfuckers! I have enough money in the bank. I'd be good." I do not want to feel the way that I feel now with rugby. If I could go back, I'd play for tickets. I know you would. <laughs> I, I would play for tickets today, today. Dude, if I could get a chance just to, just to, just one more time, brother, let me tell you, there's only a couple of things on this, in this life okay. that I wish that I could just have one more of, yep. but I can't anymore. And one of them, the very top of the list, one of them, is knowing that that wide receiver is coming on a crossing route and have him turn to look for the ball as you're going full speed and you hit him the moment that ball hits his hands and you hear him as he hits the ground and the ball bounces away and everybody loses their mind and you are numb because the adrenaline, the hit, I mean, you hit him, it hurts. I mean, it's not like it doesn't hurt. 
Oh, it no, hurts. no. When you hit somebody well, like that, yeah. that was the biggest thing with rugby and why rugby was so controlled is when you hit somebody well, you probably broke something also. You know, yeah. like it was bone on bone. There was no thing that like what you just described for me that happened to me. I, I had that moment in my life already. I was 38 years old. I'd been playing for a long time. I kind of semi retired, but still playing old boys rugby, which is like the old, like literally old boys, like the guys that still are trying to hang on to that last bit of fucking sports. And they're every year at Texas Tech, they have um alumni game so old boys come in and the old boys play the young kids right so i went to one of those and i got to play against a bunch of 17 to 20 year old kids and i remember that exact thing it was just there's like because i was still i'm still pretty fast not now but i was always faster than most people and this poor kid like you could tell he was new, right? And all, cause all we did was you're just like wily veteran veterans keeping the ball away from them. That's all we did for 48 yeah. minutes, right? Like yeah. we didn't just not let them have the ball. We would just rock them and maul them and just like, just beat them into a pulp and then all of a sudden pass it out. But on this, they like stole the ball on one of them and they spun it out to this kid um, super fast. And like, you could tell they were just trying to get it to him because they knew all these old men were tired and were not going to be able to catch up to him. Right. But I saw it and I was playing safety fullback at the back. And I remember I went through and I just absolutely nailed him. Absolutely perfect. And I remember this game so much because my wife was in the stands. I had not played in the longest time. And I was throwing up on the sideline, like during, like I'd kneel like mid game. And I was kneeling and like throwing up because I was in such bad shape, but that was the one play I had. And I got to pop that kid, but I felt so bad because I knew I was like, I'm going to hurt my shoulder, but I'm going to really fuck you up. So, you know, what it feels like. And I just completely demolished the kid. And that was like, I felt bad, but it's like what you're saying, like that one moment of coming back, getting it all done and taking care of. So I, I, I kind of closed that rugby cycle in my life. Cause when I walked off, I was just like, it felt like shit. Everything in my body hurt. I was throwing up during the game. I was like, I really don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Like I officially kind of retired with that stuff. So I do understand you trying to get that moment because yeah, that was an important moment for me to go back and do that one more time. The stands are completely packed. You can hear the cowbells from the opposing team's fans. I mean, it was a mile of, and people who, you know, played football, they'll, they'll know this. It's a mile of metal that comes down the highway as the opposing team shows the buses, the vans, mom, dads, the lawn chairs. It's an event, right? Yeah, of course. And uh, it's, 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 people are standing on top of each other. And the very first play of the game, uh, they threw a bomb and our corner dropped. He just fell and all the whole way, just untouched, right? First play of the game, no. like an 80, 80 yarder. And yeah. I'm standing damn near flat footed on the other side of the field in coverage going fuck off, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's our best corner. He fell. It happens. Yeah. And uh, and uh, for the rest of the game, it was 7 nothing until early in the fourth quarter. And I mean, I, I had two missed interceptions. I had one come right off my fucking face mask. I had another one go right through my hands. I mean, this is why I play defense and not wide receiver. Like the like, Packers on Monday. This is what it was like, right? Yeah. But uh, the corners were making plays. Our linebackers were getting at that fucking quarterback like he wouldn't believe, right? Is that not the most critical position on defense is to make? If you have an outstanding linebacker, doesn't that just – it's kind of like the quarterback, obviously, of the defense. Uh, I know that they say the safety. Everything. And I know they say the safety, and I'll be honest with you, yes, you call out some coverages, and yes, a lot of defenses, they do use the safety. But that linebacker, that's key. That's key because if it's getting to the safety, then they're getting to your last line of defense, right? And it's so important. But okay, so continue. I just had to say yeah. that. So linebackers so were killing. The linebackers were absolutely killing it, and they squeaked out on this fucking toss play and got all the way down to like the ten yard line, and then we went offside, and they were first and goal at the five. And I mean, the clock is ticking, right? Like this is it, and it's seven nothing. Yeah, and their team, their side is erupting, and the horns and the 
cowbells in our side, it's just like the cartoons, right? Like you've got thousands on one side of the stadium and they are just, it's right. its like Brazil, Mardi Gras, right? Like our, our team's about to win. And my side, the, our, the whole team, the whole side, nobody, it's just Which quiet. doesn't help like the players. No, involved, yeah. Right? There's like, no thanks, joy thanks in Mudville, yeah. right? There's no joy in Mudville. This is it, the backbreaker, right? And so I'm lining up at safety and I watched the running back and I had been watching him the whole game and he had a tell and his tell was, is he would line up into his two point stance and then he would look over quickly to the hole he had to go to. And then he would look back, look back. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's the one. Cause he would scan, but then he would look, look, look. And you're like, that's it. That's the hole. And he looked, 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 and he kind of settled in. And I slowly walked right down. He was going C. Creeping. He was going C gap. They were going to toss mm -hmm. it and go right to C gap. And uh, I slowly creeped down and I got low. Like I didn't stand up. I was low and I started going. The quarterback wasn't really looking at me. He said hot and I hit the line. And as he tossed to the outside, he tossed it right into my hands and I ran 95 yards untouched. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Untouched. I turned around and looked and like the closest guy was 20 yards. They gave up. I was gone. I was convinced somebody was on me. So I was running for dear life the entire time. Right. Yeah. And, and if you've played. Yeah, well, when you, you run a seven, seven 40, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I would have It's a flat A. I would have no, no, it was uh, back then. It was uh, like a four six four seven. Like I was one of the faster guys on the Were team. Were you a four six? Yeah, four, oh seven? yeah, nice, oh dude. yeah, man. But then when I got to university, I realized that a lot of the linemen were running four seven. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's troubling for a smaller guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what do you mean <laughs> these great big dinosaurs are faster than me? Wait a yeah. second. Wait a second. Wait yeah. a second. That man has a beard. What do you mean he has children? I'm 18. <laughs> this is you and I. Jimmy Cheese Butt. TJ Williams. Doran Stortigan. Shelly. Reed. Randy McGray. Peter Nebels. Mick. Mel. Alex Brown. Matt Stevenson. What's up? Matt Ramage. Andrew Falk. Matt Kuhneman. It's Eric. Bruce Banker. Matt. Matt Fraley. Chris. Chris McLeod. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Luke Sog. Kristen. Kimmy. Coach Juan. Colton Moore. Dave Robbins. Kermit the Frog. Kelly Bruner. Eric. Luke Sog. Jeremy. Jimmy Cheese Butt. Jimmy. Bales of Hay. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace and go pack go. Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holy jolly Christmas And in case you Packers Without Borders 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 the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs>Wager Wednesday brought to you by Wake and Bake, El Paso, Texas. 5001 North Mesa Drive, CBD edibles, coffee du jour. They have it all and all your recreational needs. Wake and Bake, El Paso, the jewel in the mountains.
listen, uh, I think it's time that we do a little thing sponsored by Wake and Bake in El Paso, Texas, 5001 North Mesa Drive, the jewel in the mountain. Go get your CBD desserts, edibles. He's got recreational stuff. He's got drinks. He's got coffee. He's got plants. He's got he's got shirts. He's got hats. He's got incense. He's got candles. He's He's got it all. You got to go see it. 5001 North Mesa Drive, El Paso, Texas. Wake and bake. All right. Wager Wednesday. Atlanta at Baltimore. Baltimore favorite seven and a half. I don't think Lamar's playing this game either. And I think. Oh, and gonna... you know what? You're up by one now. I, so I, know, I was I a couple of weeks ago, I was up by two. Now yeah. you're up by one. Now I'm, yeah. see, now, now we're in the playoffs, just like yeah. in the fantasy football league where I'm just going to destroy everybody to the finish. <laughs> gonna, you, we keep keep <coughs> some of that keep some of that prize money. Hey, don't you like how uh I started I, I pulled a certain running back out and I put AJ Dillon. I was like, the only way we're gonna win this game was with AJ Dillon. So I had him for down eight move. points, kicked your ass, bro. Fuck off. That's how Next it goes. It was so Baltimore, Atlanta. The name of the team that I beat. I've got Atlanta covering. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think Baltimore's in trouble without Lamar. Uh, Cincinnati at New England. Cincinnati favorite three and a half. I got Cincinnati in that one all oh, day, every day. They're going to destroy New England right now. Yeah. The the Bengals look like the Super Bowl team that they were last year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Out of the Super Bowl. I mean, they were down by 17 with Tom Brady and the boys and then uh, marched right back and took control of that game. You know, that defense is legit too, right? They just seem to, they just need a little while to get going. Uh, Houston at Tennessee, Tennessee is favored five and a half. I think that's about right. I'm taking Houston in the upset. You're going to take Houston in the upset. Houston is playing really good inspired football these last few weeks. They're losing or they're winning but mainly losing, but I'm yeah. pretty impressed with that. Like there, there's something there. They, they found something. I'm pretty, yeah. it, it's nice. I'm glad All right. Fuck the Cowboys. The New York football giants at Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota is favored by 33 and a half. No, 3.5. You know, they call it Minnesota nice because they let you uh, start with 33 points before they start playing. There's Terrible. Jam of a team, dude. Fuck you guys for winning. This North. this could be the this could be the thing though that makes them go even further is because of a big comeback like that. Like they need one of those heartbreaking losses where they have a big comeback on them or something, you know, to get them back down to. It's they need happen. the Packers at the end of the season. They need the Packers at the end of the season to throttle them thirty-one ten. And here's what's going to happen is because it's the Vikings, they're going to get their wish, right? But yeah. But the problem is that this team is a trash ass franchise. Yeah. And they're already talking about the whole Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? Whatever. Okay, pal. Here's the problem. You fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, Giants in Minnesota. Minnesota up by three and a half. I'm taking Minnesota. I'm taking. Don't do that. I'm taking the Giants. Always pick against the Vikings. Yeah. Always pick with your brain detroit at carolina detroit favored by three i think that's a no-brainer detroit is on a roll they've won six of seven them to lose i know but i think they're gonna beat them uh buffalo detroit that keeps us out of the playoffs who might be because washington only maybe three or maybe three teams screwed right like maybe three teams uh from the nfc north go no we can't do that that's impossible for us well because if we win out, if we win out, we're in. But we need we need the Lions to lose a couple here. They need we to need to beat them. Lions. We need to, to beat them. Two. Yeah, yeah. And we need Washington to lose two. And yeah. if we win out, we win. That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, Chicago, Buffalo up by uh, favored by nine. I don't like Buffalo right now, man. But I'll take Buffalo anyway. But I love Buffalo right now, man. They're playing great football. Miami's uh, playing shit. That's why I'm taking Buffalo. New Orleans at Cleveland. Cleveland favored by three. Yeah, New Orleans is a ship box. I'm going to take Cleveland. Agree. Uh, Seattle at Kansas City. Kansas City favored by nine and a half. I'm actually going to take Seattle in this one. 
I'm just going to say Kansas City because we need Seattle to lose again. Okay. Washington, Washington at San Francisco. San Francisco favored by seven. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, fucking San Francisco. And you remember you said that they weren't going to make the playoffs and they're going to be trash. That's because they were going to go with Trey Lawrence. I would, but then they put Jimmy G Trey back Lance. in and or Trey Lance. They put Jimmy G back in and started winning again. And now this is this is an anomaly of a I mean, I know I'm wrong. It's no, just no, defense it's, came out of nowhere. They're the best just defense. doesn't make just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they're the best defense. Philadelphia at Dallas. Dallas favored by five. Wow. No, Dallas Jaylen. favored by five. No, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts so far. Okay. That line will okay. adjust. Let's assume that Jalen Hurts. So if he doesn't play, I will take Dallas. If he plays, I'll still take Dallas. No, I won't. Fuck the Dallas. You know what? I'm taking. I'm taking the Eagles both ways because I hate Dallas. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles too. Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by three. What? How can Pittsburgh yeah. be favored? I'll take the opposite. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh sucks. Okay. Green Bay at Miami. Miami favored by four. That game starts at uh, noon. Christmas Day. That'll be a great thing to do. Noon is a good time because the kids have done their presents. You've all had breakfast and then everybody kind of goes their separate ways for a couple of hours, right? We don't, but kind of. I guess everybody kind of gets Well, no, you go into your, you, they go into their own rooms and they play with their toys and, you know, and you kind of sit on the couch going, why did you wake me up so early? Yes, correct. Yeah, like why did I have to be up at six got, for this? We, this is the last year we're going to have to do that. Yeah. That's it. Matilda's already on the precipice of no more Santa, which fucking sucks, but it's also nice, but it's like that last shred of, of childhood that we have left in the house is now going to be gone. So, and her sisters are like, dude, you're not going to wake us up before nine o'clock. I don't care if Santa came or not. And she's like, really? So what I'll do is I'll wake up. I'll wake up with her early. I'll start getting coffee ready. I'll start because she likes to separate her presence, right? Like she'll dig through there to separate her presence. I was like, you can separate your presence. I'll get coffee and then we'll go get everybody. Okay. So that buys you know, everybody about 45 minutes to an hour. You know what we do? Hmm. We unplug the clocks and we get up when we get up. See, no, Matilda's just already an early bird. Like, and some, but some mornings we're all up at eight. Some mornings we're all up at 10. Right. Yeah. We just take time out of the equation That would be because nice. then what happens is, is the kids just sleep. Yeah, that would be nice. But I've got right? somebody is super excited that heard the hooves on the roof and it's like three 30 in the morning and she's not sleeping. Oh and my God. I have to stay up until like one 30 in the morning to wrap all the gifts. Right. And you're just kind of half toasty because you've been drinking and had way too much food. And then yeah. you have to stay up and have to like, do all the presents and do everything you have and then lay it out and put the cookies and I have to bite a cookie and I have to drink some of the milk, which is, it's cool, dude. Like, look, we're all Santa Claus, man. If you believe in Santa Claus, you are Santa Claus. That's it. You're high as hell. Denver, Denver at the Los Angeles Rams, Denver favored by two and a half. Hmm. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, that defense. Yeah. I'll take that too. Yeah, Tampa Bay at Arizona. How many are we opposite on? Because I need to get a only big... about only about four, I think. Uh, Tampa Bay at Arizona. Uh, Tampa Bay is favored by six and a half. Yeah, Arizona is twelve types of trash. Absolutely. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Indianapolis. Uh, Chargers favored four and a half. Yeah, absolutely. You could make that forty-five and a half. I think so, especially after last week, and especially after what the Colts did last week with the Vikings. I think they're demoralized and done. That's Wager Wednesday sponsored by Awake and Bake, El Paso 5001 North Mesa. Go get a coffee, get some Christmas gifts. He's got tons of great Christmas gifts. Get a whole box of cookies. Go home and uh, pretend you're Santa with uh, some Wake and Bake cookies. Correct. That'd be the way to do it. Sounds good to me, man. Listen, uh, if you've got any questions for us for Mailbag Monday, don't forget you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders, and Instagram, Packers Without Borders. Once we open up our shop again, Packers Without Borders at my.shopify.com and patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Thank you guys all for the support. As you know, we are going to be giving you a lot more content on the back end, and hopefully we can get some more Patreons because you guys are the real ones. 
That's all I have to say. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And Go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Blue, 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 blue Christmas